You're listening to Win Workers Independent News, a Diversified Media Enterprises production. I'm Doug Cunningham. The U.S. Postal Service is ending post office services at Staples stores by March. The American Postal Workers Union protested the program for years as about 500 Staples stores did postal work that post office employees used to provide. The APWU said the Postal Service was trying to privatize the work using workers with much lower pay and worse benefits. APWU President Mark Demonstein says the union stood up against a wrong and won. When Republicans take government power in state houses, they attack labor unions and worker rights. Time and again, that has proven true over many years now. The latest example is in Kentucky, where Republicans have been trying to ram through an anti-union law with a misleading right-to-work name. It's an attack on the Democratic decisions made by workers to require that union dues be paid in their workplaces. A majority of workers decide to unionize a workplace, and then a majority of those workers vote to approve contracts that require workers covered by the union contract to pay dues. Right-to-work laws override that Democratic decision by workers by outlawing that clause in their contracts. It allows some workers to freeload without paying dues, while the union is still required to represent them. Kentucky AFL-CIO President Bill Londrigan says these right-to-work laws are designed to undermine union resources, weakening workers politically. As Kentucky GOP Governor Matt Bevin testified in the legislature in support of the anti-worker, anti-union law, protesting workers loudly chanted, demanding to be let into the hearing room. Working people matter! Working people matter! Working people matter! No justice, no peace! No justice, no peace! We want in! Despite the worker protests, Kentucky is fast-tracking the anti-union bill. SEIU 1199 in Connecticut is urging state lawmakers and the governor there to enact a $15 an hour state minimum wage to help erase the state budget deficit. SEIU says a third of Connecticut's approximately $1.3 billion deficit is due to spending on low-wage worker public assistance. Corporations that pay these starvation wages cause a burden on state taxpayers. Governor Daniel Malloy wants state workers to give concessions to help ease the deficit, but SEIU says a better solution is to raise the minimum wage to $15 in Connecticut. Brought to you by the California Teachers Association, 325,000 educators who know quality public schools make a better California for all of us. Information on how California teachers are shaping a stronger future for our kids is online at cta.org. Workers Independent News is proud to be heard on The Union Edge, Labor's Talk Radio. Live nationwide weekdays, noon to 3 p.m. at theunionedge.com. You've been listening to Win Workers Independent News. For more information, visit laborradio.org.